0: Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. Today we have on the show Lalith Polite, a professional belly dancer, a belly dance teacher, and confidence coach. Lalith helps people awaken their instinct through movement. That is so fantastic. And I've got to tell you, movement definitely awakens instinct. I'm going to have Lalith tell you all about that through today's show. I'm super excited and blessed and pleased to welcome her. Welcome her with me. Thank you, Lalith, for being here. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. So tell me about belly dancing. How did you find it,
1: discover it, get into it? Oh, thank you for asking. I love telling this story. Actually, um, I was actually uh, worked at the University of Arkansas uh, back in 2004. And I was going to the fitness center and I was getting really bored. And I was like, I can't keep coming here and doing the same thing. So I said, what are their group classes? And they had belly dance as one of their group fitness classes. And so I started that for probably a few months and then I stopped taking it because I stopped, um, I stopped working at the university. Then fast forward. So, so I didn't do anything else with belly dance after that. It was like a beginner class, like just learned a few moves, whatever. Well, fast forward to 2009 and I am on a trip with work. Um, at the time I was working in uh, shopper research and we were in Dallas we had wrapped up research for the day and the one of the gentlemen who worked in the middle east previously said where are we going for dinner and we are like well we don't know and he says we need to go get armenian food is there an armenian restaurant here and we were like what's armenian food and so somebody googled it and um they found that there was an Armenian restaurant and what do you know, they had belly dancers that night. And I was like, we are like, Ooh, belly dancers. Wow. Let's go there. Cause you know, we've never really we don't have that experience too much here in my neck of the woods. And so we all went and I have never seen a live uh, performance before uh, at that point. And so when she came out, she came out with her veil, just like trailing behind her and just like scooped up. like it, it was like she just took over the whole building with her energy and the music and the veil. And it was like, I just I, in that experience, like literally in that moment, I said, I'm doing that. And I didn't know how. I didn't know we had it here in my town. I didn't know anything else, but I was like, I am going to perform in a restaurant just like that lady, and and I've got to do it. And that was it. And uh, and then um, I got a DVD when I came home. I got a DVD uh to to get started, you know, because I was like, well, there's no classes here. And uh, and then a few months later, I was looking for dance classes. And just in general, dance classes. And I did a quick Google search and belly dance classes came up and I found them and I started them and been doing it ever since. (laughs) Wow.
0: Wow. The rest is history. Wow. You had a five year break from when you first did it for a couple months until it resurfaced back up and it just like ignited something within you. Yes. Wow, that was so powerful. I've got to tell you, I saw, and, and I'm from Las Vegas. I lived in Las Vegas for 19 years. Uh, and there was a restaurant there, a traditional, uh, Mediterranean or Middle Eastern restaurant rather. When I first was introduced to it, we, you know, sat on the floor on pillows, they would wash your hands with rose water, you would eat with your hands. And they had belly dancers there. I love that restaurant. Like, it was the most beautiful place, traditional music. You're right, when the women come out and they dance, like it's hard to focus on anything like even though the food is phenomenal like it's some of my favorite types of food you're just transfixed by the the beauty and the grace and the the just raw everything that they are it's so wonderful gosh you mentioned and we chatted just a little bit before we started you mentioned helping people awaken their instinct Mm -hmm. through movement and the instinct and power, I think, to me, are linked. They're like intrinsic, right? To have instinctual power, um, there's something about that. What What do you think about those
1: instinctual power? I think um, it, um, tapping into our instinct leads us to the power that we have. So. Here's, here's kind of the way that I think about instinct and power. I'm going to go ahead and add on, uh, sorry if this is uh, jumping ahead or anything, but I'm going to add on freedom to that. Okay. Oh, freedom. So I'll I'll go ahead and just kind of say, especially in today's kind of environment, I, I notice a lot of people that feel that they must do what they are told by government, by society, by churches, by family, you know, all of these different societal structures that we have in place, people feel like most, for the most part, they have to do what these structures tell them to do. Um And the structures are not necessarily, haven't always necessarily been designed in humans' best interest. They're not necessarily designed for us to reach our potential as human beings, as souls living a human experience, if you will. And so, um, what what we find is that a lot of our natural instincts are suppressed. We do it. We do it ourselves. But but because we we look out and see that it's because these people said to do it, then it looks like it's coming from outside. It is coming from outside, but then we succumb to it and we choose to do that. And so until we realize we're doing that to ourselves, we are trapped and we are, um, we're not free. But what tapping into our instincts does is it shows us our power. So first we have to tap into that part of us that's been suppressed by society. Okay. And that part of us is powerful. And that part of us is the path to our power. And when we understand and know our true power as souls, um, as, as beings, then we are free. Because we know that at, at that point in time, nothing can stop us and nothing can really suppress us at that point in time. Um, and we are free with regards to the movement i have discovered this for myself not only because of dance but through the experiences i've gone through in dance uh, in belly dance specifically um i have in the word i have found that freedom when i dance specifically or especially i would say and I've had people witness that and tell me, Oh, I, I just don't think I could ever do that. You know, they, they love it, but they don't feel like they have access to it. And so then it, that leads me to just, Oh, no, no, come on, you can. And I want you to. And so anyway, I, I may have birdwalked a little bit there, but, but that's how I <laughs> oh. see everything connecting.
0: Now oh, I think there's wisdom in that. And so I'm hearing that. By moving with, without expectation, by, by just allowing yourself to give in to the freedom of movement, you're shedding that human expectation? Um,
1: in a way, yes. The human expectation, yes. Um, and then there's also the piece of the, the performance piece. So there's, there's also the element of being on a stage and doing all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so when you're doing it, like maybe in private in your, in your room or in your home, there is a freedom that you feel because you just connect into that music. You, you just let go, freely flow. Um, but then the, the piece of, I think this might have been why I was so drawn to performing. Is that when you can feel that in front of people, you know, in a, in a belly dance costume, in front of people where you're just letting go completely, that to me is ultimate freedom.
0: You just said a key piece, a key component that I'm going to ask you about. Costume. Is there a transformation that occurs? Because I can't really see like somebody going up on stage in sweatpants and feeling the same as if you are up there in a beautiful costume, feeling powerful, feeling that strength that comes from confidence and knowing this is me i am the embodiment of the ceremony right because when we when we do the ceremony of of really anything there are certain aspects to it right um myself uh, i do a lot of ceremony and i know that there are certain components that are essential to moving through the pieces right and i th- so can you
1: speak to that a little bit well, I I would say um, for sure when you put that costume on, you feel I, when I put the costume on, I feel different. It's like that puts everything together. You know, usually a costume is is associated with the particular performance you're going to do. You know, it's picked for that performance, and chosen for that. And it's, um, especially within belly dance, um, it's very, very feminine, very, very elegant, usually, you know, and it makes you feel that way. Um, but it also, uh, makes you feel, it gives you that kind of professional feeling as well to where it's like, okay, we're not really practicing anymore. We're pro at this or, or something along those lines because Um, it's interesting that you said that because I recently danced at a a surprise party and I was getting prepared for it. And it's been six months since I had a performance. I (laughs) believe the time just flew. Uh, but so I was feeling a little rusty and I did, I had a new costume. And so I was doing, you know, like the day before I was doing like a dress, dress run through, a dress rehearsal. And when I was wearing the costume, it I was different. I danced different. My moves were different. Uh, my feelings were different in terms of like how well I could connect to the music and, and perform for my imaginary audience uh, <laughs> for record school. So there's a 100% something to the ceremony of putting on the costume for many reasons, but... Um, I can, those are just
0: my experiences that I've sure. So I, I'm sure there's a transformative aspect that happens from the moment you decide to dance to the moment that you put on the costume to the moment you walk out on stage and actually perform. Mm-hmm. So what about how you feel? And I just want to translate this because the people are listening, right? <laughs> and they're probably um, maybe some of them have done belly dancing, but maybe some of them haven't. Mm-hmm. How can you describe tapping into power during a dance and how it's maybe transformed you after the dance, like from your day to
1: day life? Okay. So in order, um, so tapping into my power during the dance, it's 100% about connecting with source and with the music. So my dance is not the same if I don't invite my soul mm-hmm. and here recently, Jesus, uh, Jesus is just for me. Like I, I have done the gamut of all of the different spiritual practices, not every religion or anything. And I have my own kind of like way I've integrated everything. And here recently I've been really tapping into Jesus. And so that for me, I invite Jesus and my soul and to connect in and say, dance me, you know, just dance me. So that's like, that's my power though. Uh, you know, if I, if I think if I ever have to answer that question, that's my power. So they've got to be there with me to dance. And then you really let the music sweep you away because, you know what, to be honest, that's what is inspiring to people to see. That's what they want to see because that's what they want. They want to be swept away. They want freedom. You know, and that is free. That is freedom. That is freeing to be swept away and just to be caught up in that. It just feels so good. And, and after the dance, there's almost nothing that feels better.
0: That's amazing. That after
1: is you do, so yeah.
0: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I just was thought of um thought of (laughs) my English. It's just so good. (laughs) Um, yeah, my English honor's teacher would be so proud um <laughs> i was thinking of the festivals that jesus and that god really commanded his people to do and how they had so many festivals throughout the bible and like king david and how he was dancing and jesus commanded the people to have the different festivals of harvest of the different seasons of the the times of the moon of you know of Celebration of weddings of everything that the different and he really told the people to dance and to celebrate and to be free. Right. So good. So good. Wow. You mentioned something and it's come up over and over again. And the title of this podcast is liberate your soul. So freedom and freedom is ultimate. I just freedom is my bag, right? Don't clip my wings. I was just telling my husband, like, I didn't take his name. Like I no, he can't clip my wings. Like I must be free to be able to worship how I want to worship, live how I want to live. Like, this is my life. I'm going to do it my way. What does freedom mean to you?
1: Okay. Um, Freedom uh, to me means the freedom to choose. And, you know, I guess you could say sovereignty as well, but freedom to choose. And so, like, I'll give you an example. Um, you mentioned you're not taking your husband's name. Um, my husband also did not care. He was like, you know, you, know, you don't have too many. Uh, you know, and I was like, okay, you know what? I took his name. And my sister was like, I'm really surprised you're taking his name. And I was thinking, you know what? He, it was my choice. And, you know, uh, you know, and so it made me think twice about feminism because I was like, I was like, Oh no, am I not? feminist? <laughs> you know, whenever I, <laughs> she was questioning me. And then I was like, no, I got to choose that for myself, you know, and I chose it because it felt good. Not because anybody told me to do it, but because I may, i put it together in my mind, sounded it out. I liked the sound of it. I, I had all my reasons and it was because, you know, it was just, that's, that's what it was. And so freedom to make choices for ourselves where somebody else's choice is not imposed on you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and um, it also plays into dance, you know, Um, I think that, being able to express your feelings and your emotions Mm. is freeing. Um, Now that doesn't, it's not the same thing as freedom of choice. So I guess there's another component here and that's around the freedom to express yourself because one, one of the biggest benefits I've received from dancing and especially performing is freedom of expression when i was growing up um my my mom uh, has shared this you know with us that like when she was growing up she wasn't really in touch with feelings her family wasn't in touch with like what you're feeling and expressing it just like even identifying it and then so she felt like she didn't do that with us and so like as adults she's helped us you know identify your feelings, share them, communicate about them. And so where I was coming from, you know, when I started dancing was from a place of really not being able to express and much less having free, have feeling free in expressing that. And so as I have, so that's been a huge um, focus for me as I have performed where I, have focused a lot on my ability to tune into the music and ex- and really connect with it because when you're connecting with it you've got to be in your heart you can't be in your head and remembering steps and worrying about the people watching and and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and so that that journey um has been has been what I would say is like emotional freedom emotionally mm-hmm. freeing in terms of Uh, freedom of expression. So you got your freedom of choice and freedom of expression.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. That's really good. And it's so true. You bring up a lot of good wisdom there. Like when you're dancing, when you're truly dancing in tune with spirit, in tune with, you know, whatever you're channeling, when you're touching on God, right? When you're bringing God and you're being an expression of of Jesus, of spirit, of whatever it is, of emotion, right? And you're just working it out through dance, through your body. Where's the room to worry about what people are going to judge in that, right? Where's the room in um, formality, right? Like, oh, geez. <laughs> I really botched that up. Uh, isn't that worry, like bringing in concern and, um, imposing restrictions on dance? Now, don't get me wrong. There's a time and place for waltz or, um, you know, formal, uh, modalities or formal steps that are beautiful, that are truly stunningly wonderful and they feel good to do. But when you're doing an expressive dance and you're truly, um, Emoting and invoking emotion. And like you, I think you mentioned at the beginning that other people, they're craving that they want to see that express life living through you, like seeing dance living through you. There's no room for, for you to be stuck up in your head and like <laughs> stressing out. <laughs> like, Oh gosh, am I doing this
1: right? <laughs> There's no wrong way to do it. That's what you you can't help but do it when you first start. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so, oh, yeah. We're, you know, it's like, um, first you got to get the steps and then you can feel it. Mm-hmm. At least that's how my process was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So when do you, and I think I know the answer to this, but when do you feel the most powerful in your life?
1: It's definitely when I'm performing. Okay. Definitely. Um, and, and I think it's because of what it is, is, okay. So we talked about, connecting with Jesus and the soul, like for me, um, and the music, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when you're performing, you also connect with people. Um, but you also are responsible for holding a certain space, right? And you're responsible for that and representing the art form you're represent. You say you're representing, um, in the way that, that they would like for it to be represented. And so there's so much that you're deal, that you, that you deal with when you're, when you're performing, you know, depending on the, the type of event you're doing, if it's a stage show or a party, mm-hmm. um, it kind of depends, but there's something about, um, doing all about managing all of that on top of uh, the preparation, the props, the costuming, the makeup, the fitness, all of that. The, there's something about doing all of that and still staying connected and tapped in um, to, to that power and not being swayed by the eyes on you, the different behaviors of the different people, the venue – Uh, Maybe you don't have a perfect dressing room, you know, all of the different factors you face when you're doing a performance. Um, There's something about still serving that central purpose Mm -hmm. because there's so much that can knock you out of your center, knock you out of, Mm -hmm. um, and so It's not really that inspired, like, I don't know if that's really all of it, because to me, that's not very inspiring, but like, it's that, but it's also that true connection that you feel, that I feel when I'm dancing. And I think that's what I just seek all the time is that connection to God, source, Jesus and to the people around me. It's all in one. It's all one.
0: I think staying connected to your purpose and staying centered in in your beingness within all of it, right? I see this beautiful, um, almost like a a pillar of energy, right, that is and a and a triangle around it, right? So there's like um there's the people. There's the purpose and there's source. And then there's you in the center. And you're just creating this container of space around you that you're allowing it to be. And you're just, you're there and you're, you're moving within, but you're allowing that flexibility to be out of that, um, confines as well when it needs to be in order to touch on all of the components too, Right. It's it's so much flowing energy within the beauty of
1: dance. hmm. hmm. Yeah, that's I like the way you mapped that out. Yeah. <laughs> just it? That's
0: so good. There's not a lot of people who do the belly dancing events at, you know, 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. So you do have a day job. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Can you talk about how that plays into
1: um, your dancing? Mm -hmm. Yes, very much so. Um, I've worked in the same kind of job company since 2006, and it's corporate America. And that was what I was always drawn to growing up. Um, I grew up in the 80s, and that was uh, you know, you're talking about big business, secret to my success, you know, all of the movies that were popular back then, they were all about like, you're a woman and you can do what the men can do. And what that is, is you can go into corporate and you can climb the corporate ladder. And that was what I was just very much drawn to. Um so so whatever I went into, I knew that, that, and for me, that was like, okay, I'm going to be driven in that way, or I am driven in that way. Um, because I'm just an independent person. That's my personality. And I was like, I'm be so successful. And so I was really, really super excited, you know, to start working in corporate. And so, um, I probably work for, I mean, I'm not just saying this because some of my coworkers might hear this, but I will say I, I probably work for one of the absolute best companies that you can work for in corporate America that treats their employees very well in terms of um, allowing work-life balance, that kind of thing, and really taking care of yourself. Um, so I don't want this to come off any kind of wrong way because it's just the nature of um, big industry is that it's very masculine-centered, okay? And in my early years, that's how I was because I was just driving, driving, had to succeed, I had to achieve, and that was just me. Um, But there just reached a point where my feminine side needed tending to. I didn't know it. Um, The year before I started dancing, I my mom uh, introduced me to this book by Marianne Williamson called A Woman's Work. Until I read that, I did not value a woman's contribution to society beyond looks, possibly. Um, Because my whole life, I had been trying to do what the boys do, right? Succeed at what the boys are good at um and so anyway i read this book and i was like really i I mean i read it i ordered the audio book i listened to the audio book it was just so inspiring um because for the first time i really understood what women contribute to the planet what women contribute to humanity um from a nurturing side from a a collaboration side from a um harmony side and um uh Heart centered side. Um, but anyway, so that was kind of where I started to realize well maybe there's something to this, you know, womanhood thing. Um, and so <laughs> well, they know something. <laughs> maybe. So, you know, I started, that's kind of when my eyes started getting open. And then, um, without what at the time I really didn't know. Um, but, but in 2009, uh, what I know now is that I had creativity just stagnating in me and you know i know that you know the the kinds of things you you know about kelly and that you know when you don't flow your energy through your body uh it's not like it goes anywhere but it stays and like it gets backed up and toxic and so you know for being honest and i am um i was getting into you know drinking way too much um, to the point of like really like endangering myself and I was just kind of lost if you will like my my relationship which um, was with my current husband I was on the brink of just being done and I just didn't really know what I wanted to do anymore and I didn't know it but I had just creative creative energy and, and I call that life force energy too. Like I, I consider those two things the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think I naturally got drawn into belly dance because of that, because my soul was just, just like when I saw that belly dancer, my soul was just like, ah, I'm complete now, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that is, it's not that, it's not that, uh, you know, anything bad about About my job, like pushed me into dancing. It's that I was just so drawn and driven in the masculine world. Yeah, I was not tending to that feminine. Um, and so that's, that's, uh, kind of how that journey happened. But then I just continued on actually into learning more and more about masculine and feminine. And then I, I also became, which I'm not certified anymore because I don't do like the updates and, uh, continued licensing and that kind of thing. But I also became certified in this thing called chakra dance in 2013. And I learned so much about the different energy, masculine, feminine, heart center, like all of the different energy that flows in our bodies. Um, And the way those play out or don't, the balances and imbalances of them. And so anyway, it's just been, you know, an expanding, ever expanding topic since
0: then. Yeah. Wow. That sounds amazing. It sounds very similar to my own journey in corporate America for like 17 and a half years, just climbing, climbing, getting to this point where I was like, this sucks. And then like stagnating my own, you know, being stunted really by getting to a point where I was just so male dominated over drinking, overthinking, <laughs> not tapping in, but I love that you really tapped in to, and it just hit me that like belly, obviously sacral, you're moving that creative energy through your body and expressing in such a beautiful way. And as women, you know, we're powerful creators, powerful generators of energy. We have, we're born with everything that we need to create life within us. We have, lives within us right just many many lives that we can formulate should we so choose right the freedom of choice Mm -hmm. and we have like lifetimes that we can live should we so decide so I absolutely love your story thank you for sharing that it's just I mean I can I know and I'm getting the truth bumps, I sense and know that it's going to inspire so many people to just really get into their creative side and into that nurturing component of themselves that's a little bit softer, that maybe isn't driven to cre- like... um go, go, go now, now, (laughs) now, like all of the must have it, but just to be able to tap into their softer, more sensual, more, um, lovingness. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you as a confidence coach are there any tips that you could share and provide the listener with that they can maybe do? Like maybe they don't have belly dancing classes they can go to right now, um, but how can they maybe tap in, do one or two activities, simple things they can do right now um, on their own that can help them get into that that energy, that good enoughness, right? That power.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, first thing that comes to mind, um, is if, if, you know, if, if they, um, let's just say something they could do, just write this moment, just get a song that has a very, um, a, a really good feeling, not a like a low, sad or like, um, kind of low energy song, but something really fun and upbeat. You know, one of the, a good song could be like that song, Happy by, it's Pharrell. Pharrell, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Um, it just, one, that feels so good. And just like any song, or there's another one, Over the Rainbow by that, uh, um, the Hawaiian guy is, I think his name is Ivy, maybe. Okay. It's like Over the Rainbow and it's like that little ukulele, you know? Okay. Um, but anyway, get a song and, and just totally close your eyes. And let yourself be moved by the music mm-hmm. and completely lose yourself in the music. Um, and, and move to it and really the focus of connecting with the music and letting your body be the instrument. Mm-hmm. When we do that, our, it changes our energy and which I, I'm sure you know because you, you said you dance in the mornings, but Every um, single, single day. Yeah, <laughs> I have a playlist. Exactly. And so not cool. <laughs> really, yeah, you won't feel the same when you're done, mm-hmm. um, but you will feel it will have shifted you. Um, so although it may not be necessarily direct a direct hit for this is how you increase your confidence, it is how you tap into your power. And then when you have uh, understanding of, your power and you feel like you can access it. Um, that that drives your confidence.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Drawing from that I amness, that yeah, I have several playlists that I go to. Like I have and and I tie them in with affirmations. So like I literally have one called, You guys are gonna laugh at this. Should I really reveal this much? I should, right? It's called Liberate Your Soul. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I it. Let's do this. It's called I Win Everything. I'm the Best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm People like me. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Dog on it. People I love like it. Me. But no, it's got like Sia and um got like um, Fergie and like tons of you know like tonight's gonna be a good night like all kinds <laughs> of good things like that just pump you up and like unstoppable there's another one that's oh major laser I love major oh laser. yeah yeah I do there's too so much good music out there to choose from from every genre yeah it's just like amazing and just yeah. to really rock out and just play and dance and just like I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche with no brakes, right? Like, and then like, no matter what happens that day, like, yeah, I can have a terrible experience, but I, I win every single day. Like, even though it's awful, nothing is going to stop me from being the best. Yeah. I can be in that moment. Right. And yeah, yeah, it might be really poopy or whatever, (laughs) But it's not going to stop me. I'm, I'm just fine with that. So it's really allowing myself to set myself up for the best success that I can be mm-hmm. um, in that moment and just really tapping into that divinity, that power. And it really, it starts in the belly and it goes up to my heart. And then it's just like bursting through with energy. Mm-hmm. You mentioned one other thing, life force energy. It's cultivating that. It's cultivating the life force energy, and it's universal. It's available to everyone when they tap in. I'm so passionate about that.
1: Yes, I'm really glad you said that again. First, brought that up again because I I wanted to say something else about that if you don't mind. Yeah, that's why I um, knew you needed to. <laughs> like they were like, "There, you need to say something." Go um, with me. There's a. The, uh, in the belly dance community, it's commonly understood or it's commonly like heard that belly dancers always like, we don't like belly dancers always look young mm-hmm. or something. And I didn't like think about, Oh, you know, why? Like, why do people say that? And I didn't know if it was because, you know, when they're performing, you know, all done up um, or happier, maybe because of dance and the friendships and that kind of thing. I wasn't really sure why. And I, I can't say I am 100%, but I did want to bring this up. <clears throat> Life force energy is sometimes called chi um, in a lot of ancient cultures and still today use, uh, use activities that. Raise your life force in order to in, uh, be more by vi- enhance their vitality, if you will, be healthier, more well, and live longer and, and healthier lives. Now, there is a I have I have noticed that in Egypt, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people believe the dance origi- form originated in Egypt, and then you know, all the people that have colonized Egypt have taken it into their own directions, right? Uh, either colonized or traveled through it. Well, in in Egypt, they they currently are in a in a place of like they love their belly dancers, but they don't really want their family to become one, if that makes sense. And so there's this weird dichotomy that really got me thinking, like, what's going on? And I know it's it's the religion, but, like, also they love them, you know, and they always want to have them at their weddings and, and these kinds of things. And and so I was like, what is this about? And I I really feel like it's, it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the very beginning with regards to the societal structures, like tamping down our and suppressing um, our natural instincts and that our natural instincts is that kind of life force energy. I, I believe that the reason they love their belly dancers so much is because of the way they make them feel. They make them feel alive. And when we belly dance, especially we're stirring up the, the life force energy, the creativity the, the, that stems from that sacral chakra. That's what I wanted to share is that like a lot of women, um, feel uncomfortable moving that part of their body. They they've been told, maybe shamed um, in their lives that it's too sexual or whatever. I think that there's a lot of healing that women have to do with that that construct, and that there's a lot of power there, and that's why it's been shamed. Yeah. You now, when we can release that power, we become free. Um. And, and I think that like, like ever since I kind of realized that I've learned more and more about these different ancient, like Asian cultures and, and, um, civilizations that really, really tapped into it and, and used it. Um, so I've learned a lot more about that. And it has made me see things in terms of, does this give life? Is this activity or this, if item or product or is this, um you know, action life-giving or is it taking away? And it's just, you know, it's just interesting and I, I wanted to share that because there's just so much more to it. I feel like we
0: could talk for like three hours about this, like (laughs) truly like being discerning. And that's such a good way to like live your life. Like, is this life-giving or is it taking away? Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, what just a piece of wisdom, just something that somebody could take away and, and really consider for themselves in their daily actions and their words, right? One of my favorite things to say is speak life, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, my mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And sometimes I just don't say anything. <laughs> People are like, wow, she's quiet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just in a place right now. <laughs> but that's fine, right? Because it's just speak life or, or don't. <laughs> but you know, it's that's really wise just to really look at it as life-giving and truly, I mean, guys, Lilith is beautiful. She is a beautiful, stunning-looking woman. And I've seen her in costume, I've seen videos of her dancing. And that being said, Lilith, where can
1: people find you if they want to follow you? Absolutely. Um I would say the most I'm most active on Instagram, just at Lalith Polite is my Instagram profile. Okay. Um, to follow along, you know, I announce my classes there. Um, I am starting an online class here in just a couple of weeks, so oh. you know, if you want to go there, it's going to be in the Body Soul app. Um, and if you want to go to Instagram, I've got all all the all my announcements are going to be there and. Also, you can message me, you know, there, of course, I I, I get messages there and everything. Um, yeah, if you don't have Instagram, though, um, I am on Facebook, just not as often at Lily grows Polite. And, um, and then I can be reached at just Polite at gmail.com for any specific inquiries.
0: Okay, fantastic. We will link all of those up down in the show notes so that everybody can get in touch with you. This online belly dancing course, guys, it is going to be amazing. That's starting up in April of 2021. It's going to be so, so good. So you can tap in to your instinct, your inner instinct through movement. You can learn how to belly dance from the best yeah, anything else, any last little things that you want to share with people today?
1: Um, I think what i I would say is that okay, if, if you feel, I'm talking to the listeners now. Um, well, I was talking to you guys before, too, but kind of to Kelly too, but um, I just want to address you know everyone. And, and that is that if you feel ever like you're doing something that goes against your soul, that is literally abusive to you as a, as a being. And you can feel that even, even if it doesn't make sense, like, um, in the, maybe to somebody else, if you explained it to them, if you know deep inside, then you have to be the one to cut it off. Um, because although the institutions and society, they like to try to dictate what we can and can't do, what we should and shouldn't do, it is up to us to take that stand and say, no, nope, I don't actually have to do that. And that's what I wanted to want to leave you with today um, because we have to realize that before um, we can really then go forward and be truly free. So,
0: yeah. I love that. I love that. Standing in the power of what you will and will not tolerate an individual taking authority and sovereignty over your willingness to accept what is happening in to you around you for you or not right absolutely
1: 100% very well said. <laughs> beautiful
0: beautiful well Lilith, it's been a true pleasure getting to know more about you today and sharing your truths with the world and I thank you so so much for being here with me thank you
1: Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it and I'm, I'm so happy to have a chance to share my truths with the world. That's a lot of what I, what I love to do.
0: Well, keep shining and keep dancing and keep spreading it, girl. You got it. thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. Well, everybody, thank you so much for being with us for listening and learning. I am sure that this is inspiring you to stand in your power to um, try something new and to really move with the music. So until next time, take care.